This is FastFirms.com, the end-to-end law firm marketing company providing comprehensive marketing services to the legal industry in Australia and the United States. Whether your firm needs a website, online marketing, print services, outdoor advertising, or even a mobile app, we can help. Reach out to us at FastFirms.com. The Google Penguin update of April 2012 had catastrophic consequences on a number of businesses who, unbeknown to them, had engaged SEO companies who were deploying somewhat underhanded tactics in getting phenomenal rankings for their clients. The net effect of all that was there was this wash, if you like, that coloured SEO not in the best light, despite there being a majority of SEO providers who had done and continue to do great work for their clients. Komodo is one of those SEO companies who work in multiple industries, helping businesses both build a better conversion-optimized website as well as one that is very well ranked. I'm joined today by Chris Ashton from Komodo. Thanks, Chris, for joining me. No worries, Dan. Thanks for having me. Hey, Chris, what is search engine optimization or commonly referred to as SEO? Well, really, at its most basic, search engine optimization is about uh, moving your website up in the relevant search rankings. So if somebody's searching for your business, if they're searching for, say, Lawyers Brisbane, and you're showing up on page number five, nobody's really looking there. Um, so there are a number of things we can do to your site, like adding new content, um, changing the link structure and that type of thing that will start to push you up towards that page one. Um, where you're going to get much more traffic. So really, it's about putting your website in front of the people that are already searching for you. Now, Chris, there's been a succession of Google algorithm updates, uh, including you know Google Panda, Penguin, uh, Hummingbird, and most recently, Pigeon. How have they actually impacted upon how you do SEO for your clients? Not really for Pigeon. Um, Penguin and Panda, it was sort of a big change for the whole industry um, that was looking at backlinks and content. Uh, they forced us to change the way that we did things because you had to write high-quality content and you had to build good links. Um, but with those changes, a lot of us uh, white hat firms, we started doing things the right way anyway and really building things for the user. So uh, when the Pigeon update came out uh, and also the Hummingbird one early last year, uh, which was looking more, more so at uh, website relevance and Google trying to understand what your site is about, when those come out, uh, we didn't really have to change anything because we were already building sites with high-quality content and we were already contacting uh, legitimate websites that were relevant to our niche. So we we looked at those. We obviously made sure we were doing everything as a best practice, but there was no real change to what we did, which I guess is a good sign for us as well. Now, given that there were some dubious practices being applied by some SEO companies, uh, is it time now for law firms to be uh, perhaps reassessing uh, the SEO strategies, in particular perhaps uh, trawling back through the work that was done over the last few years to ensure that there were no uh, backlinks uh, that are still existent um, that might uh, not play very nicely uh, with Google? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we always uh, recommend that you use only white hat methods. Uh, There is no doubt that right now black hat methods will work, but the danger there is that every time there's an algorithm update, you may become a victim of that. So uh, it it might be that you get easier gains from black hat on occasion, but we always recommend that uh, you do look at your backlink profile, you do look at the historical links and what you've done in the past, um, and really just work towards the positive stuff and, and really do it the right way because there's no safe shortcut in the world of SEO which I guess really is a good thing for the user.
we probably should explain what uh, black hat strategy or tactics uh, are. Well, black hat SEO services now are really about trying to, to game the system and just cheat and take shortcuts. So rather than writing proper content and actually taking the time to build links with real people, um, they'll go and submit hundreds, sometimes thousands of links to dodgy directories. Um, and those directories exist purely for the sake of that link. So they provide no real value. Um, so all they're trying to do is just manipulate the search results any way that they can, um, regardless of how that is going to affect the user or the business. And the danger there, obviously, is that when Google does continue to make their algorithm updates, which they do very regularly, uh, they, you might fall victim to that. So you might find that suddenly you've gone from page one or page two down to absolute obscurity, not even showing up in the search results, which can really be enough to kill some businesses. So if, say, for example, there's a, a startup law firm, uh, they're, they're, they're new to the market, uh, they're a clean slate, what sort of white, SE, white hat SEO practices would you know, a company like Komodo be deploying to, uh, to, to improve their rankings? Uh, one of the biggest things that we find, and especially for fast results, is going to be to look at the content. So we generally recommend 1,500, 1500 words plus per landing page. So a landing page being a page you want to rank for particular terms. Um, so always the home page, for example, you want to have 1,500 words on there at least. And the key there being that it's quality content. So try and answer the questions that you know your site visitors are going to ask. Um, if it's a law firm, are there any requirements? Do they have to bring anything with them? Um, are there prerequisites they have to meet before they can come in? That sort of thing. So really trying to be as helpful as you can with that content and answer as many questions as possible. Um, it, it's going to keep them on the site for, for good reasons because you are genuinely helping them, uh, which is going to help with things like conversions as well. Uh, so we do look at that sort of thing, make sure that the link structure is helpful, uh, and then we start to turn our, our attention to the backlinks as well. So really it's just about creating a great user experience, and I think that's what modern SEO boils down to. And I suppose there probably lies a bit of the rub too, doesn't it? Because from a design perspective, you know, uh, current contemporary design is all about, you know, um, you know, like heavy use of images on the homepage, uh, you know, s s quite sort of um, large sliders, little text. Uh, so you can have an aesthetically pleasing website, but it may be very poor, poorly optimised for SEO. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's definitely something we come across quite regularly as well, uh, particularly people in the creative industries. If we do have somebody that's doing video production or photography and that sort of thing, their industry is very heavy on the visual. If their site doesn't look fantastic, then they see that as a massive negative, and there's definitely some merit in that. Um, but we can build it in a, a certain way and format it in a way that makes sense. So it can be in sliders and it can be in um, you know, all sorts of, of stylings that doesn't have to be immediately visible. Uh, the danger there, obviously, is that you don't want to be hiding it from the search engines either. So, yeah, you do have to be careful for sure. Now, Chris, given that there is, uh, you know, lots of law firms out there that are quite reticent uh, and time poor when it comes to, you know, content generation, is there a way that law firms can rank really well without actually having to um, put effort into content writing and a content strategy? Uh, the short answer is no because it really comes down to the, the first point you made there being about time. You absolutely can rank a website without content, but you're going to need a very strong backlink profile for that. 
and backlinks take uh, arguably even more time than content. So if you can't write content because you're too poor on time, you probably won't have enough time to generate a good backlink profile either. So you do have websites out there like eBay and Amazon and carsales.com.au and that sort of thing, um, which have almost no content on their website or no unique content, but literally millions of people are linking to those guys so they can survive on that alone. Chris, what about the importance of social media in all this? Not heavily, but it is important to be driving traffic as many ways as you can, especially with uh, search being quite volatile at times. The last thing you want to do is have all of your eggs in one basket. So a, a good campaign, a genuinely strong website, is going to be quite secure. Um, and Google does look at social signals, but you also want to be generating that following and building that rapport with, with your clients, particularly in something like the legal industry. It's not like everybody needs uh, legal services every day of the week. You might have them following you on social media and reading your blog posts for 12 months, and then all of a sudden they do need your services and you're the, the natural call for them from there. From an SEO perspective in terms of the practices that Komodo uh, you know, utilise, is there different strategies that you use uh, in relation to Google business local listings and you know, your generic Google organic rankings? We, we do do quite a few things that will uh, help that out as well. There's nothing that we specifically do to target just a local package because it kind of just ties in what, with what we already do. So making sure that we've got things like what we call the NAP, the name, address, and phone number, uh, correct across a number of locations. So obviously making sure that your contact page details match up with uh, your true local and your yellow pages listings and any of the, the local niche directories that you might have around there. Making sure that all of that stuff matches up um, you can include some uh, markup and that sort of thing. So a few things behind the scenes to identify to Google and Bing and to all the search engines that this is a phone number for our business, this is an address. And basically doing all of that and having the high-quality content where you naturally talk about your location, all of that sort of stuff sort of ties together to build not just a strong website but something that's going to rank in the local directories as well. And it also comes down to the social media too. You really want to be having those same details on your Google Plus um, and all of those spaces as well. What about a Google Plus? I want to say a, a relatively new kid on the block, but it seems to be a social media platform that yet hasn't got traction with wider audiences, but yet it can be quite a potent tool in terms of, um, you know, if you're building out a social uh, network based upon Google uh, Plus, you know, profile pages, then you actually influence uh, search from those people within your network, can't you? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that, that really is about sending, um, you know, targeted people to your website. So it hasn't really taken off quite so much in Australia. From what I hear from... Um, from friends and that sort of thing in the US, it is much bigger there. Uh, and I guess the, the search industry is kind of leaning towards that in this country as well. So it, it, we do tend to use it as a bit more of a professional thing, if anything, here. And I've, I've personally come across some great infographics and articles and that type of thing because that's, that's what tends to get shared a little bit more through Google Plus from, from what I've seen. Chris, the burning question that we're often asked is, does a Google AdWords account influence the organic rankings of where, say, a law firm might show up uh, in organic search? Uh, no. So it does go back the other way in that a, a well-SEO'd website, a well-optimised site, is going to help your AdWords, but having AdWords won't help your organic rankings. 
So there is a lot of speculation out there, and uh, people do like to, to run with the idea that Google just wants you to to pay for AdWords at all costs, but the reality is there's no... Um, no proven examples of that that we've ever seen. Now, at the end of each month when our law firm is uh, assessing its uh, Google Analytics, do you have um, or do you pay particular attention to, you know, some of those lead metrics like bounce rate? That like, one but, we yeah. do definitely check for a number of reasons. Um, so the, the SEO community is pretty well split, I guess about 70-30 on whether or not analytics traffic data does make a difference. Um, but really what we focus on it for is for the user because obviously if it's helping your rankings, then fantastic. Um, but in the worst case scenario, if you have improved your bounce rate and you have improved your average session duration and that type of thing, then really what you are providing is a better experience for the users and um, generally that means they're going to convert better. So we right, do track it? things like that. So we want to see how many people are coming to the website and we also want to see how they're interacting with them. So. Like I said, there's about that 70-30 split. About 70% of the industry is going to say yes, absolutely, because it, it makes sense that Google wants to rank a site that people want to be on. It can be a tricky metric, bounce rate, can't it? Because what we see, particularly with uh, many law firms that uh, we work with, we execute email campaigns on their behalf. And um, whilst they're fantastic in terms of maintaining engagement with uh, past uh, and current clients, they also encourage uh, a dipping in and a dipping out of content, if you like, which, of course, escalates the bounce rate. Yeah, it definitely is a concern, and we're always mindful of that sort of thing, um, even when we put up new blog posts and that type of thing as well. And the, the best thing that we find for that is relevant interlinking as well. So if you are emailing out with, let's say, a, a latest blog post about new happenings in the industry, um, something, you know, so, some kind of a, a law update that you want to push out to everybody else, make sure that the email is obviously nice and targeted to start with so that people who are clicking and going to your site know what, they're, know what to expect and then offer them some other relevant suggestions and, um, and links as well. So really, bounce rate is all about people who go to your site, and regardless of how long they're there, um, if they leave without going to a second page, that is counted as a, as a bounce. So if they read through that blog post that you sent to them, and then they get towards the bottom and go, oh, that's another relevant link, that's fantastic, they click the second link, then they're no longer counted as a bounce which is obviously exactly Great strategy. what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and then ultimately le- like lead them to a conversion page where hopefully they uh, you know, download something or, um, or, or make contact with the firm directly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And that's where things like your call to action really come into play as well. Start to build that rapport with them, keep them on your site for all the right reasons. Uh, and naturally, by the end of it, they're going to want to work with you um, either now or in the future when they have a need. Given you know that a lot of SEO, well not a lot, but a, a significant amount of SEO really emanates from you know having the design aesthetics constructed right. I suppose it's your preference, uh, is it not, to sort of work with law firms and other businesses at the very outset before they actually start their uh, design phase to actually have a conversation with you know you guys about well okay this is the sort of content that we're, we're proposing to have on this website this is where we want to rank so therefore the design and the SEO can sort of dovetail nicely is is that how you like things the role yeah absolutely our, our perfect client is somebody who comes to us and goes we've just bought the domain name we're sort of halfway through building the website and we want to get your input on that and, and really to work with our design team um, for exactly all the reasons you just mentioned. It means that we can give them some feedback from an SEO perspective and go, you know, that, that design looks great. 
but you're going to need some content on there or that navigation structure won't make sense to the user and therefore for the search engines or you know, perhaps we could restructure it a little bit to, to make it more optimized from the start. Otherwise, what we tend to end up doing is spending the first month to sometimes even three or four months just fixing some of the mistakes from the designer. And I mean, in their defense, designers, as a general rule, aren't uh, SEOs, so they're not to be expected. But yeah, if we can jump into the early stages, then that's much better off for everybody involved. Now, it'd be remiss of me not to ask this question, but what do you say to those law firms that go out and buy, you know, copious amount of domain names like, you know, personalinjurylawyerssydney.com or contestinterworld.com? Does it work? Yeah, that, that's what we call an exact match domain. And back in, the, back in the day, maybe five or six years ago in SEO, they did make a big difference. Uh, there's always going to be debate about that one as to whether it makes a difference or not. From what I've seen, it does to a very, very minor degree, but not worth the money that people pay for them. So you're right, every now and then we will get a client, even even current clients that come to us and go, we were just offered this exact match domain for ten, twenty thousand $20,000, should I buy it? And the answer is always absolutely not. So if you have a strong yeah. campaign and a great website and a good backlink profile, that's far more important than a domain. There is some examples out there. I mean, I, and I find them all the time where, you know, firms actually have actually purchased those domain-rich uh, domain names, and and yet they rank phenomenally well with fairly scant content. You sort of wonder when Google's going to sort of wake up, or, or you know, the next algorithm update's going to sort of wipe them out completely. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And I think they've already done that to a very big degree. Um, I have, yeah, just like you said, I have seen some examples where it does make a little bit of a difference. But generally speaking, if the people with those exact match domains are sitting at number one and they have thin content, it's either because it's a very, very low low competition market um, or they've just got a very good backlink profile or a combination of the two. Things to bear in mind for those people that um, that spend all their day trying to pick up those uh, keyword-rich domains. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. If you can be lucky enough to find one for a very low price, like I would say less than $100, then you might as well, but I would definitely not spend thousands of dollars on getting that. You're much better off spending that time and that effort putting it into a, a genuinely good quality campaign. How do people reach out to you at Komodo? I mean, you're a leading uh, Australian SEO company, and I, I I always sort of judge how good SEO companies uh, are by where they rank, and I, and I can say that Komodo are up there uh, at, at the very top. So, um, you know, you, you clearly know how to do SEO properly. How, how do people reach out to you guys? Um, yeah, you're exactly right. We're um, very proud of that one. We are at number one for SEO Brisbane and have been for quite some time. Uh, so you can always find us in the search results, but our website is komodo.com.au. That's K-Y-M-O-D-O. Um, so you can just fill out the contact form on there or give us a call on 1300 Komodo. Thanks for the chat, Chris. No problem at all, Dan. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. If your law firm needs help with a website, online marketing, print services, outdoor advertising, or even a mobile app, we can help. We are a leading law firm marketing company providing a one-stop shop for all your marketing needs. Reach out to us at fastfirms.com.